Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon to everyone who has joined us on Blog Talk Radio today. This is your host, Prophetess Kathy L. McKenzie, and today is Saturday, and this show is called Releasing the Supernatural. And God desires to release the supernatural in your life today. God desires to le- to release the supernatural in your family. God desires to release the supernatural in your body. God desires to release the supernatural in your life. The supernatural is all about encountering God. And when you and I can encounter God, then we can have a real relationship with God, with the Spirit of God. So today we want you to call someone, invite them to uh, join us on the broadcast today. As God released the supernatural in your life, he wants to release it in their life as well. And so we thank you for being with us this afternoon. Today, I believe God wants to encourage our hearts today. Um, God wants to just remind us of what he has done in our lives and, and how he desires to move for us. God has made some awesome, awesome promises to us. Many of us are standing on the word of God as we're holding fast to the word of God. Many of us have been challenged with that word that we're holding on to. But I was reminded of the word of God in the book of Job, Job the 14th chapter in verse 14. The Amplified Version says, if a man dies, shall he live again? And this is the part I want you to focus on. All the days of my warfare and service, I will wait. What did Job say? All the days of my warfare and service. So there are going to be days that you and I will have warfare. And there's going to be days where it's just going to be our service as unto the Lord. It's still a day of warfare. But Job says, all the days of my warfare and service, I will wait. Notice Job made that decision. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until my change and release shall come. In other words, change and release will come. And and until it comes, I'm going to wait on God. Can you make that same uh, declaration, can you make up in your heart and your mind that all the days of your warfare and service you're going to wait until your change and release come? God has spoken some awesome things to us and given us some awesome promises. Last year, God spoke and said that um, double honor. God reinstated us October the 7th. So we brought the new into the new year. So we're holding fast to the word of the Lord God. And as we're holding fast to the word of the Lord God, we have encountered some situations. But in the midst of the challenges, it's a good thing because it lets us know that we're on the right path with God. We're not going to be distracted. We're not going to lose focus. We're going to keep our eyes on the Lord. We're going to keep our faith Set like flint, like David says, and I'm going to continue to uh, stay focused on God. I'm going to stay on this path of faith that God has 
for me to stay on. I'm going to keep my eyes on the Lord. Job said, all the days of my warfare and service, I will wait. I'm going to wait on God. I'm not waiting on man, but I'm waiting on God because of why? I know God has already spoken. God has already promised it. And so, therefore, I'm going to stay focused on God. God will manifest his promise. It's only a matter of time. Every good thing will come from the Lord. The Bible lets us know in the book of James that all the that all the uh the promises of God that every good thing comes down from God, the Father of light. So every promise is coming from God, the Father of light. David said, I'm going to wait. Uh, uh, Job said, not David, Job said, I'm going to wait until my change comes. In other words, change is coming, and so therefore until it comes, I'm going to wait. Well, while I'm waiting, what are you doing while you're waiting? Will you worship God while you're waiting? Will you praise God while you're waiting? Will you stay committed while you're waiting? Will you stay faithful while you're waiting? Will you stay devoted to God while you're waiting? Will you continue to fast while you're waiting on God? Will you continue to read his word while you're waiting on God? Will you continue to meditate on his word while you're waiting on God? Job said, I'm going to wait until my change and release come. It's coming, and until it comes, I'm going to stay focused on God. And that was Job 14 and 14. I want to also encourage us today with that word, remember. Remember means that God has kept us in mind, uh, in other words, to keep in mind for attention and consideration. In other words, God is keeping in mind you and I for the consideration of the promise that he has made to you and I. In other words, we're going to keep our eyes on God because we know that God will not forget us. God will remember. So another definition of that word remember means to reward, and that's the one I want to focus on, reward. God has made a promise unto us in the book of Isaiah 53, and we uh, went over this scripture some time ago, where God is going to bless us with an extravagant reward. So the definition Another definition of the word remember is to reward. God is getting ready to reward you and I as he remembers his promises to you and I. Naturally speaking, if someone says to you that I'm getting ready to reward you, in other words, they're getting ready to, they're going to keep you in mind because they have a blessing in mind to give to you. So if God says to you um, spiritually that he's going to remember you, that means that you're going to keep your eyes on God because God is getting ready to pay you. God is getting ready to, to bless you. God is getting ready to surprise you. He has a blessing in store for you. And so as you keep uh, God in mind, as you stay focused on God, then today might be the day that God rewards you. Today might be the day that God bless you. Today may be the, God, the, may be the day that God surprise you. Uh, remember the scripture in Jeremiah 29 uh, verse 11 and 12, it says, For I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare, not peace and not evil. Excuse me, peace and not evil. 
Let me read that again. For I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. So God says you have a final outcome. And the final outcome is going to be the thoughts and the plans that I have for you. And then in verse 12, he says, then you will call upon me and you will come and pray to me and I will hear and heed you. In other words, I will hear and I will remember you. Why? Because I have thoughts and plans to give you peace in your final outcome. So God says the final outcome of your life is not what you're looking at right now, but the final outcome is the thoughts and the plans that I have for you. And they're, they're thoughts and plans of welfare. They're thoughts and plans of peace. They're thoughts and plans concerning my peace in your marriage, my peace in your home, my peace in your relationship. My peace on your job. This is what God says that I'm about to do for you. Because why? I will remember the promise that I've spoken over your life. And can you just stop and think about maybe one of the promises that God has spoken over over your life? Can you remember one of the promises that God spoke concerning your children? Can you remember one of the promises that God spoke concerning your marriage? Can you remember the promise that God spoke concerning your job? Can you remember the promise that God spoke concerning your finances? God has spoken some some powerful promises over your life. And God will remember And remember, we said that word remember means to reward you. Excuse me. God is getting ready to reward you. And so when he rewards you, he wants you to focus on him. desires for you and I to focus on him. Focus on the promise. Focus on the word of God. Keep the promise that God made to you. Keep it fresh in your spirit. Job said, all the days of my warfare. What is Job saying? I'm going to remember the promise. I'm going to focus on the promise. I'm going to keep the word of God fresh in my spirit. You know, when somebody make a promise to you, just say if your best friend made a promise to you, and they said tomorrow, around this time, I'm coming to your house, and I'm getting ready to bless you. Uh, I came into some finances, and I just want to share some of the finances with you because, you know, you've been right there with me. 
And so what will you do? You're going to keep in mind what your friend said to you. You're going to remember what they said. You're going to keep it in mind. You're going to be counting down the minutes. You're going to be counting down the seconds. <laughs> you can't wait for them, for them to get to your house with the promise or with the finances that they said they were going to give to you. You want to make sure you keep that time open. You want to make sure you, you uh, nobody interrupts that time. You want to make sure you remember everything they said to you. And you want to be looking for it. So why don't we do the same thing with God? The promises that God made to us, why don't we keep them in mind? Why don't we remember them and rehearse the word of God? Remind ourselves of what God said concerning us. Remember every word that he spoke and, and think about everything that he said. And so, therefore, we keep in mind what God said. We remember what he said. We go back over it. We, we rehearse it in our spirit. We put ourselves in remembrance of it. We go to bed meditating on it. Throughout the day, we remember what God said. Uh, when we go to sleep, uh, we're thinking about it. When we wake up, we're thinking about what God said. Wouldn't we do that, too, if someone said to us about the finances? Absolutely. Well, why don't we do that, learn to do that with the word of God? I just want to uh, remind us and put us in remembrance of the word of God that God spoke. So we're going to go over some scriptures here uh, concerning God remembering his promise. Let's look, if you will, um, let's turn, if you will, to, um, let me see which scripture I want to go to first. Turn, if you will, to Genesis, the eighth chapter. This is when God remembered uh, Noah. And this is what God said concerning. Have you ever thought uh, to yourself, uh, why would God say, why would the scripture say that God remembered? Is God a God that he forgets? No. God is omniscient. He's all-knowing. So he doesn't forget his creation. God doesn't forget you and I. He doesn't forget his word. He knows exactly what he said. So what is the scripture? Why would the scripture say God remembered? Because God wants you and I. <laughs> to remind ourselves of what God said that he would remember. He wants us to keep in mind the scripture that says God remembers. And every time we remind ourselves that God remembers, that's going to encourage us. That's going to build our faith. That's going to keep us focused on God and focus on the promise and not what's going on around us. Isaiah 43, before you go to uh, Genesis, we're going to come back to Genesis, the eighth chapter, but I want to read um, Isaiah 43, and it says, put me in remembrance. Put him what? In remembrance. In other words, remind me of what I said. This is what God said. He said, remind me what I said. This is Isaiah 43 and 2, and the first part of that. Put me in remembrance. Not that he forgot, but it's to encourage you and I. Remind me of what I said. And when you remind God of what he said, then guess what? It's on a matter of time that God is getting ready to show up for you. He says, put me in remembrance. And then in Isaiah 49 and 15, he says, can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may say, uh, they, surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. Notice what God said. They may forget, 
but I will not forget you. In other words, I will not forget the promise that I've spoken over your life. I will not forget the promise that I said I was going to move, how I was going to move in your marriage. I will not forget my promise that I said I was going to bless your children and, and bring salvation to your home. I will not forget my promise that I said I will bless you with finances, and I will bless you on your job, and I will bless you in your body, and I will heal and deliver you and set you free. God said, I will not forget. But the problem is, sometimes we forget. But God said, I won't forget. And then in Hebrews, the sixth chapter, and verse 10, it says, for God is not unrighteous to forget or overlook your labor and the love which you have shown for his name for his name's sake, in ministering to the needs of his saints. Now, the first part is what I want to focus on. God is not unrighteous to forget. In other words, if God forgets, that means that he's unrighteous. And we know we do not serve a, a, an unrighteous God. But God is righteous because why? God remembers. So it says God is not unrighteous to forget or overlook your labor and the love which you have shown. God will remember. We need to remember because why? God remembers. So I want to encourage us with the word of God today that God remembers. Go ahead and tell yourself, God remembers. And say, God will remember me. Yes, he will. God will remember you and I. God remember Noah. God remember Abraham. God remember his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, with Jacob. And guess what? God will remember his promise that he spoke to you. Now, someone be bold enough to say, God will remember me. Go ahead and tell yourself, God will remember me. And it's not that God forgets, but God wants you and I to remember. So let's look, if you will, in Genesis, the eighth chapter. And the reason why the scripture, I believe one of the reasons why the scripture is there, and it says that God remembers because that's the time that God always moved on behalf of his people. Every time you see where it says God remembered his covenant or God remembered his word, that's the time that God was about to move on behalf of his people. So if God is speaking to you and I today that God remembers, guess what? God is about to move on your behalf. God is about to move on my behalf. Because why? God remembers his covenant. God remembers his promise. God remembered the word that he spoke over your life. Genesis, the eighth chapter. And this is the time that God is getting ready to show himself strong on the behalf of everyone that is standing in faith and believing God. So Genesis, the eighth chapter, verse 1 through 3, it says, And God remembered Noah. God did what? He remembered Noah. And remember we said that word, remember, the second definition is that God rewards. So we can read it like this. God rewarded Noah and every living thing and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And look at what God did for Noah. God made a wind to pass over the earth and the waters assuaged. The fountains also of the deep and the windows of heaven were stopped and the rain from heaven was restrained and the waters returned from off the earth continually. And, at, and after the end of the 150 days, the waters were abated. Now the part I want us to focus on is the beginning. And God remembered Noah. In other words, God rewarded Noah. 
And after you read this word, remember, then God comes in and God moves and God blesses. Every time we see God, remember, God is doing something. God is moving on the behalf of his people. Turn, if you will, to Genesis, the 19th chapter. And we're just going to go through a few verses here to show us how God remembered and God moved. So Genesis, the 19th chapter, verse 29, uh, verse it says, and it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain that God remembered Abraham. And look what God did for Abraham. God sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot dwelt. Because remember, God had made a promise to Abraham. And so it says, God remembered Abraham. And then God moved. God sent his nephew out when he got ready to de uh, destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Gomorrah, and God sent his nephew out. That was God remembering his covenant that he had made to Abraham. So God remembered. God rewarded Abraham and by sending out his nephew. God remembered. There's some women in the Bible that prayed to have children, and God remembered them. Turn, if you will, to Genesis, the 30th chapter, and verse 22. And I pray that this is encouraging you, and this is blessing you as you hold on to the word of the Lord God. Because remember, Job said, all the days of my warfare and service, I'm going to wait until my change and release come. Change and release is here today. This is our year of the supernatural. This is our due season and our set time. So Genesis, the 30th chapter. And verse 22, and God remembered Rachel. God remembered who? Rachel. And God listened to her. So God remembered her by listening to her. And look at what God did. He opened her womb. He did what? He opened her womb. What did God do? He heard her prayers, and he opened her womb. Is it a possibility that God has heard your prayers, saints of the Most High God, and that God is about to open up your womb? God is about to open up the doors for you. Now, we're not speaking, you know, naturally as far as you being pregnant, <laughs> but you're giving birth to the promises of God. And here the woman of God gave birth to her promise. God opened up her room. In other words, God called her to be able to conceive. God heard her prayers, and then God opened up her womb, and she was able to have children. Go, if you will, to 1 Samuel, the first chapter, and verse 19. So God have you in a situation right now that you're praying and you're believing. You're standing on the word of God. You're praying for God to move in your marriage. You're praying for God to move in your finances. You're praying for God to move on behalf of your children. You're praying for God to move concerning your job. You're praying for God to move and give you that raise and give you that promotion. You're praying for God to open up the door for your business. God has heard your prayer, and God has opened up the door. First Samuel, the first chapter, and verse 19, it says, Then they rose early in the morning, and they worshiped before the Lord. What did they do? They rose early in the morning, and they worshiped before the Lord, and returned and came to the house at Ramoth. And Athanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. What did God do? The Lord remembered her. So it came to pass, in verse 20, so it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived. What did she do? She conceived and she bore a son and called his name Samuel. So the part we want to remember or we want to focus on is the latter part of verse 19. They worshiped God, and then Ephanah knew his wife Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. 
so she and remember Hannah was one of those praying mothers also that was praying and believing God for her son. God heard her prayers and God gave heed to her prayers, or God remembered her. God did what? He heard her prayers and he remembered her or he rewarded her. This is your season that God is getting ready to reward you. This is the time that God will hear your prayers. This is the time that God will remember your prayers. What prayers are you praying? Are you praying prayers of faith? Are you praying the word of God? So you can't remember God if you don't know what God has made. Uh, the promises that God has made to you. You got to remember what God has said to you. You got to remember what God spoke to you. And I know many of us, uh, we've received some powerful promises from God. And, and if you've been saved a long time, then surely God has spoken many things to you. But if you can just remember the last thing he said and just hold on to the last thing that God spoke to you and remind yourself and re put God in remembrance of what God said. And then when you put God in remembrance, so what God said, that's going to increase your faith. Every time you rehearse it, every time you go back over it, you, you, you're rehearsing in faith the word that God has spoken. You're reminding yourself of what God said. You're reminding yourself of the word of the Lord God. You're reminding yourself of the promises that he made, the promises that he spoke concerning your children. God said that he would save your household, and God has spoken that to us. God said that he would save our household. God spoke that, and so we're reminding God, God, you said you save our household. So it doesn't matter what it looks like now, God. We're holding on to your word. You said you were saved, so God, we hold on to that word, for salvation is coming to our household. We, we just heard a powerful testimony from one of our, our members recently. She had not heard from her brother in a long time. In 23 years, she had not spoken to her brother. And all of a sudden, and it wasn't all of a sudden because God spoke it, but all of a sudden her brother called her. Uh, saw that her daughter was on Facebook, got in contact with her daughter, and then her daughter got in contact with her. Uh, her brother, uh, her daughter got in, uh, gave the phone number to her brother, uh, and then her brother called her. God opened up the door for this woman of God to hear from her brother, and she had not spoken to her brother in 23 years. Somebody say supernatural. Supernatural. That was only a move of God. Nobody could have done that but God. And so they've been communing ever since they, they made contact with one another. Now, don't you know that was God that allowed her brother to be on Facebook at the right time, the right moment? I mean, somebody say divine connection. Only God can do something like that divinely. And, and, and that's what God is doing. This is a season of the supernatural. So, so you need to expect the supernatural things to happen. You need to expect the supernatural doors to open. Because why? This is what God said. And this is what God is speaking. And this is what God has done. And so God is moving on your behalf. But he's only moving on your behalf as you stay focused on him. As you hold on to the word of the Lord God. As you put God in remembrance of what God said then God divinely orchestrate your life. <laughs> you, you think it's by chance. No, it's not by uh, chance, and it's not by coincidence. God is divinely orchestrating uh, uh, for you to meet, come into divine contact with the promises that God has spoken of your life. Only God could do that.
Let's look, if you will, in Exodus, the second chapter. God remembers his covenant to his people, and God moves on your behalf. God is remembering his covenant. What has God spoken over your life? That's what God is remembering. And, and I have to remember what God said over my life so I can put God in remembrance what God said and then believe God and expect it. It's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to expect it. So we need to be living in a season of expectation, expecting God to move on our behalf. Today may be the day that you're out and about and God allows you to divinely meet up with the promise that God has spoken over your life. Exodus, the second chapter, and verse 24, it says, And God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. God remembered what? His covenant. Is it a possibility that God is moving on your behalf because, he, because of the promise of the covenant that he's made with your man of God? It says God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. These were God's men. These were men of God. And God made a covenant with them. And God made a promise unto them. So God is moving on your behalf because of the covenant that he made with your man of God. God remembered the word that he spoke, how he would bring salvation and deliverance, and, and he would bless his people. And so God is remembering that, and then God is moving on your behalf. Let's look, if you will, at Exodus, the sixth chapter. And verse 5, Exodus, the sixth chapter, and verse 5, it says, And I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel. And I want you to focus on the groaning, whom the Egyptians kept, uh, keep in bondage. And I have remembered my covenant. What happened? God remembered his covenant. God said, I heard the groaning of the children of Israel, and I remembered my covenant. Let's turn, if you will, to Psalms 105. And let's look at verse 8, and we're going to look at verse 42. Now, I know we just read in Exodus 2 and Exodus 6 that God heard their groanings. So we don't want to look at the part where the, where people are groaning. We're not going to, this is not the time for us to be groaning. This is not the time for us to be complaining. But this is the time for us to be rejoicing. This is the time for us to praise God. This is the time for us to have joy in God. This is a season of the supernatural. So we want to focus on praising God. We want to worship God. We want to keep our focus on God. Psalms 105 and verse 8. And then we're going to look at verse 42. And it says, He hath remembered his covenant forever, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations. For he remembered his holy promise, and Abraham, his servant. Notice what it says. God has remembered his covenant. He remembered his word forever. He remembered his commandment to a thousand generations. <laughs> Praise God that we're living in the season of the thousand generations. <laughs> and it says he remembered his holy promise. And Abraham, his servant. Isn't it amazing how many scriptures that you and I can read? And it God said that he remembered his, his covenant. He remembered his promises that he spoke to Abraham, that he spoke to Isaac, that he spoke to Jacob. These were God's men. And God said, I'm going to do it for Abraham's sake. I'm going to do it 
for my servant's sake. I'm going to do it for Jacob's sake. I'm going to do it because of Isaac. Isaac, I'm going to do it because why? I remember my holy promise that I promised to them. And I'm not a God that I should lie. So therefore, I'm going to remember what I said. And I'm going to manifest the promises in your life because of the covenant that I made with Abraham. Because of the covenant that I made with Isaac. Because of the covenant that I made with Jacob. God says, I'm going to reward you. I'm going to give you your holy promise. I'm going to manifest my word in your life because of the covenant that I made with these men of God. Let's look, if you will, in Psalms 106. And we're going to look at verse 43 through 45. See, this is the season of the supernatural. God is rewarding you. God is paying you back. God is blessing you. This may be the day when you're out and about that you meet the divine promises of God. It manifests in your life. Nothing happens by coincidence, people. Nothing happens uh, just because you was out. We're, we're not lucky. No, we don't believe in luck. We believe in the divine favor of God and the blessings of God. It's happening because of our faithfulness to God. It's happening because God said, I'm getting ready to reward you. God said, I'm paying you back for all those years where you fasted and you were praying and you were believing me and you stood on the word of God and you held fast to my promise. God says, I'm rewarding you. This is a season for the manifestation of it. I'm blessing you and I'm, I'm getting ready to manifest on your behalf. So don't quit. Don't give up. Stay focused. Hold on to the promises that, that I've spoken of your life. Don't look at what's going on, but stay focused on the promise. Stay focused on what? The promise. And God will remember. God will reward you. Psalms 106, verse 43 through 45. We're going to read this from the Amplified Version. It says, earnestly remember, O Lord, when you favor your people. I'm sorry, this is verse 4. Earnestly remember, O oh Lord, when you favor your people. Remember, remember when you favor your people. Visit me also when you deliver them and grant me your salvation. Notice what it says here. This is a very powerful scripture. He says, earnestly remember me, O oh Lord. When you get ready to favor your people, remember me, Lord. And the only reason why you want to tell God to remember you when he favors his people is because you've been faithful to God. You've been committed to God. You've been worshiping God. You've been standing and holding fast to the promises of God. So you've been making your confession of faith. You've been professing the word of God. You've been decreeing the word of God. You've been declaring the word of God. You've been focusing on the word of God. You've been committed to the word of God. You've been faithful to God. So you can say, God, remember me. Reward me, Lord, when you favor your people. Because I know you're favoring your people. So remember me, Lord. Reward me, Lord. He says, and visit me when you deliver them. And grant me your salvation. Grant me deliverance. Grant me salvation, God. Rescue me, God. Remember me, Lord. Reward me, Lord. And then in verse 8, he says, nevertheless, he saved them for his name's sake. He did it for who? For his name's sake. To prove the righteousness of his divine character. So notice why God did it. Because of his name's sake. To prove the righteousness of his divine character. See, we have God's character in us. Of ourselves, 
It's not in us, but it's in God's divine character. It's in Jesus Christ's character. There's no righteousness in my character, but in the character of Christ, there's righteousness. His character is righteous, not my character, but his character. So God is going to bless you because of his divine character, because of his righteousness. And then it says that he might make his mighty power known. So God is going to reward you and make his mighty power known because of his divine character. And then in verse 43, it says, many times did he deliver them. But they provoked him with their counsel and were brought low for their iniquity. Nevertheless, somebody say, nevertheless, he rewarded their affliction when he heard their cry. And he remembered for them his covenant. He did what? He remembered for them his covenant. In other words, he rewarded them his covenant. And he repented according to the multitude of his mercy. And then in verse 45 it says, And he earnestly remembered for their sake his covenant. And he relented their sentence of evil. So God remembers. And then it says, He relented their sentence of evil comforting and easing himself according to the abundance of his mercy and his loving kindness when they cried out to him. Uh, Saints, has there ever been a day when you cried out to the Lord and it seems like God has forgotten you? And maybe somebody is in a situation right now where it seems like God has forgotten you. Well, you can be encouraged because God has not forgotten you. When God sees uh, your lowly state, lowly means humility. You humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. You humble yourself because you realize that you cannot make it without God. And so you're showing God and telling God, God, I humble myself under you because I cannot make it without you. I need you, God. And so I'm looking to you and I'm focusing on you. And then when God sees that you and I are humbling ourselves, that God will remember us because of his name's sake. Isn't that powerful? Hallelujah. God remembers us because of his promises. God remembers us because of his covenant. God remembers us, and he will reward us because he has made the promise, and we are holding fast to the promises of God. Well, verse um, 8 is really powerful. God remembers us because of his name's sake to prove the righteousness of his divine character. God's character is righteous. And God says, I'm doing it not because of you, but I'm doing it to prove the righteousness of my divine character. And then it, that he might make his mighty power known. Have you ever thought that maybe God have you in that situation that he might make his mighty power known? Maybe that's why it seems like the promises is taking so long to come because God is trying to, God is is putting you in a situation that he might make his mighty power known. And it seems like all hell is broken loose, but God is doing it because why? He want to make his mighty power known. He want to make his mighty power known in your life. He want to make his mighty power known in your marriage. He want to make his mighty power known in the lives of your children. He want to make his mighty power known in your finances. He want to make his mighty power known in your community. He want to make his mighty power known in your finances. He want to make his mighty power known 
on your job. He want to make his mighty power known in society. He want to make his mighty power known in our school system. He want to make his mighty power known in the government. He want to make his mighty power known that all demons in hell will know that God is God. And besides him, there is none else. There is no other God but God. Hallelujah. God wants to make his mighty power known. And that's why he have you and I in situations. Because why? He want to make his mighty power known. Turn, if you will, to Psalms 136 and verse 23. It says, who remembered us in our lowest state. That's in our humble state. But his mercy endureth forever. God remembers us when we humble ourselves under his mighty hand. God will remember us, not in our pride. This is not the time to be proudful. This is not the time to walk arrogantly. This is the time for you and I to humble ourselves under God's mighty hand, and God will remember us. The scripture lets us know in Isaiah that God is near to the broken and a contrite heart, to a heart that is broken, to a person that's broken in spirit. In other words, you are humbling yourself. You have humbled yourself. You've renounced that spirit of pride, and you're humbling yourself under God's mighty hand. And then God says, I will remember you. I will reward you when I see that you're walking in humility, when I see that you've humbled yourself, when I see that you acknowledge me, when I see that you're looking unto me. When I see that you are dependent on me, when I see that you're looking unto me, God says that he will reward you and I. And here we're going to turn to Acts, the 10th chapter. I pray that this is encouraging you today. I pray that you, God is speaking something to your spirit, man, and that you are able to grab hold of this word of God and say, Lord, I know you're speaking unto me. Grace me to humble myself. Grace me to hold fast to the confession of my faith. Grace me, Father, to know that all the days of my warfare and service, I'm going to wait until my change come, my change and release come. Release is there for you, but God wants you and I to focus on him. Let's look at what the scripture says concerning Cornelius. Acts the 10th chapter and verse 30. We're going to begin there. It says, so Cornelius said, four days ago, I was fasting until this hour, and at the ninth hour, I prayed in my house. And behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing. This was the angel of God. And verse 31, and he said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard. What did, he, what did the angel say? Cornelius, the angel called him by name and said, your prayer has been heard. Because Cornelius was in his house and he was praying. He says, your prayer has been heard and hearkened it to. And your donations to the poor have been known and preserved before God so that he heeds. God remembers. It says, your prayer has been heard. Your donations to the poor have been known and preserved before God. So that he hears, in other words, God hears your prayers, God remembers, and God is about to help you. Notice what God said, and notice what Cornelius was doing when the angel of God came to him. And the angel of God came because he came representing and bearing good news from God. He says, God heard you, Cornelius. You were praying. You're praying here in your house. 
you're you're fasting, you're 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 before God, and 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 God hears you, Cornelius. God remembers you, Cornelius. Uh, notice that Cornelius is praying to God, and and the angel is coming. So what is that saying for you and I? For you and I to keep praying, for you and I to keep worshiping, for you and I to keep praising God, for you and I to stay focused on God. Don't quit. Stay committed to God, stay faithful to God, stay devoted to God, keep your eyes on God, and notice when Cornelius was focusing on God, that's when the angel came. That's when the angel comes, when you and I are focused on God. This is the time for you and I to stay focused on God. This is the time, and when you you and I are focused on God, that's when God is going to speak. That's when God is going to give you the answer. That's when God is going to see that your focus is your focus is not your situation. Your focus is God. God will remember. Notice what the angel says. He says, God has heard your prayers. God has seen your donations. God has seen everything that you've been doing. God is looking. God is not, you know, like man that he forgets. God sees you and I. God will reward you and I. So the angel is encouraging him. Wouldn't that be awesome that the angel of God speak to you and God says, you know what, right while you're fasting, right while you're praying, at the very moment you're on your knees, you're crying out to God, you're focusing on God, you're praying to God, and God is touching you and God is saying, you know, uh, I I hear your prayer. I I I hear your fasting. I see you fasting. I hear your prayers. I've seen all the, you know, all that you've been doing. I see your faithfulness. I see that you've been committed. I see all the times that you've been giving. I see how you've been focusing on me. <coughs> Excuse me. And God says, I see it, and I'm here to reward you. <laughs> I'm here to bless you. I see that you've been worshiping me. I see that you've been praising me. I see that you've been lifting your hands unto me. I see that you've been focusing on me. I see that you're not quitting. I see that you're still committed. I see that you're still faithful. I see that you're devoted unto me. I see that your your eyes are on me. I see that you're reminding yourself of what the word says. I see that you're holding fast to the confession of your faith. I see that you're not giving up. I see that in spite of what's going on around you, your eyes are still on me. I see that you're encouraging yourself. I see that you're humbling yourself under, under my mighty hand. And God says, I'm here to reward you. God says, I'm here to bless you. God says, this is your hour. This is your season. God says, I'm here to deliver you. God says, I'm here to favor you. God says, I'm here to set you free. God says, I'm here to bring salvation to your household. I'm here to bring salvation to your children. I'm here to bring salvation to your marriage. I'm here to bring salvation to your body. I'm here to bring salvation to your finances. God said it, not man. And that's the reason why we can be encouraged. And we can say like Job said, all the days, all the times, all the years of my warfare and service, I'm going to wait until my change comes. That's a, that's a statement of faith. Because Job says, you know what? In spite of what it looks like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Can you say that, saints? Can you say, in spite of what it looks like, I'm waiting? Can you say, in spite of what it sounds like, I'm waiting? Can you say, in spite of what it looks like, my eyes is on God? Can you say, in spite of what my ears are hearing, my eyes is on God? Can you say, in spite of what my husband says, in spite of what my wife says, my eyes are on God? 
Can you say, in spite of what my children say, my eyes are on God? Can you say, in spite of what my children are doing, my eyes are on God? Can you say, in spite of what my boss said, and they just said, you know, that they're getting ready to release some people, but my eyes are on God. This is the season of the supernatural, and God wants you and I to stay focused on him. Change and release is here. Today, change and release is here. Today, change and release is here. This is the season where God is paying you back. This is the season where God has already unlocked the doors. This is the season where God has already opened up the doors. This is the season where God has already spoken, and God says, access has been granted unto you, my servant. Access has been granted unto you, my daughter. Access has been granted unto you, man of God. Access has been granted unto you. God says, this is a season where I'm restoring the years that the locusts, the cankerworm, the caterpillar, and the plumber worm have eaten. God says, this is a season of restoration. God says, I'm restoring. I'm restoring your family. God says, I'm restoring your relationships. God says, I'm restoring your finances. God says, I'm bringing restoration to your home. I'm bringing restoration to your marriage. I'm bringing restoration in your finances. God says, I'm bringing restoration to the lives of your children. I'm bringing restoration even on your job. But, but you got to stay focused on me. you got to keep your eyes on me. you got to be like Job, and you got to say, all the days of my warfare, I'm going to wait until my change come. I'm going to wait until release come. In other words, I'm not moving until God manifests. I'm not uh, going to move. I'm not going to uh, say any negative word. I'm going to keep my eyes on God, and I'm going to say what God says. I'm going to come in agreement with what God says. I'm going to come in agreement, and I'm going to speak it out of my mouth. Uh, Job 22 and 28 says that God says, you shall decide and also decree a thing, and it shall be established. So you make up in your mind, man and woman of God, you decide. And when, once you decide, then you can decree. Then you can declare. But you got to make a decision. What do you want? This is what God is saying. What do you want? What do you want to see happen? Don't say what is happening, but what do you want to see happen? What do you want to see happen in your marriage? What do you want to see happen with your children? What do you want to see happen on your job? What do you want to see happen in your finances? What do you want to see happen in your society? What do you want to see happen in your community, in your neighborhood? What do you want to see happen on your job? What do you want to see happen in your body? What do you want to see happen? You decide. And once you decide, then and only then can you decree and declare. And once you decree and declare, and God says, it shall be established. It shall be established. It shall be established. What is going to be established? What you decide and what you decree and declare. But this is the season where God said no more delay. This is the season for it. So God says, God said concerning Cornelius, that Cornelius was in his house praying. And then the angel of God came to him and said, guess what? God has heard your prayers. God is here to bless you, Cornelius. So that's what God is saying to you, listening audience today, that God is hearing you. God has heard you. And those of you that will come back and listen to it later on, God has heard you. God has seen your faithfulness. God has seen your, your commitment to him. 
God is seeing your times that you've sacrificed. God says that he's here to reward you. He's here to bless you. And God says he remembers you. God says he remembers. But notice it was when Cornelius was praying, not that, not when Cornelius was doing something else, but when he was focused on God, then that's when the angel came. So that should encourage you and I, that when you and I are focused on God, that's when God is going to bless. Not, that, not when we're not focused on God, but when we are focused on God. That's when God is going to bless. God says, I'm here. I'm here to reward you. I'm here to bless you. So God remembers. God remember. He remembered Noah. God remember Abraham. God remember his covenant to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And guess what? Somebody be bold enough to say, and God will remember me. Go ahead and say it. God will remember me. Because God sees your faithfulness. God sees your, your commitment to him. God sees your dedication to him. God sees your sacrifice to him. God sees how you're, you're praising him. God sees how you're worshiping him. And God says, and guess what? The angel is about to touch you and, and say, guess what? God hears you. God sees it. God is getting ready to reward you. God is here to manifest on your behalf. Every time it says, the scripture says, God remember, that's the time that God was about to show up and show out just for his people. So God wants to show up and show out just for you today. And I pray that you were encouraged to know that God is thinking thoughts and plans that he has for you, thoughts and plans of welfare and peace, not evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. What's your final outcome? The thoughts and plans of God. <laughs> What's the final outcome of your marriage? The thoughts and the plans of God. What's the final outcome of the lives of your children? The thoughts and the plans of God. What's the final outcome concerning your church? The thoughts and plans of God. What's the final outcome concerning your finances? The thoughts and plans of God. What's the final outcome on your job? The thoughts and the plans of God. Don't focus on what man is saying. You focus on what God said. And God says, I'm thinking. God says, I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you. God says, I'm thinking thoughts of welfare and peace for you. God says, I'm thinking thoughts concerning your marriage, welfare and peace. God says, I'm thinking thoughts and plans concerning your children, welfare and peace. God says, I know the final outcome. So isn't it wise for you and I to keep our, our eyes on the one that has the final outcome, that knows the final outcome? Isn't it wise for you and I to keep our eyes on the Lord, to keep our focus on God? God said, put me in remembrance. So let us remind ourselves of what God said. It's so easy for us to, for bad news to travel fast. But why don't we uh, allow the good news of the gospel travel fast? Why don't we spread that? Why don't we spread what God said? Why don't we spread what God has spoken over our lives? Why don't we spread what God has said concerning our children? Why don't we spread, whisper in somebody's ear what God said concerning your finances? Why don't you spread and whisper in somebody's ear what God said concerning your job? And, and whisper in somebody's ear what God said concerning your finances. And whisper in somebody's ear what God said concerning your business. Whisper in somebody's ear what God said. 
say, you know what? <laughs> this is what God said. God said no more delay. God said um, access granted. God said he's already opened up the door. God said this is my season of the supernatural. God said this is my season of divine suddenness. God said I'm getting ready to possess the land. God said this is my payday. Why don't you whisper in somebody say, God said household salvation. God is about to save uh, my household. God is about to bring salvation. I've been standing on the word of God. I've been believing God. So this is my season. Uh, if God did it for somebody else, I know that God can do it for me. And so therefore, I'm going to keep my eyes on the Lord. And you know what else God said? God said this is a season for acceleration. God says I'm speeding things up. God says I'm accelerating things just for you. I'm speeding it up just for you. I, I want you to see it. I want you to believe me. This is what God is saying. I want you to know that I've already done it for you. Just put me in remembrance. Remind me of what I said. And when you put me in remembrance, guess what? It's only a matter of time. It's only a process of time that God says, I'm getting ready to show up for you. I'm getting ready to pay you back. I'm getting ready to reward you. I'm getting ready to bless you. I'm getting ready to open up the doors. I've already done it, but I want you to know it, and I want you to encourage yourself. And so why don't we let spread the good news of the gospel, that God is blessing, God is moving. We're under the influence of the spirit of the living God, and the spirit of the living God, the word of God is spreading like wildfire. And God is blessing. God is encouraging. God is, is rewarding you and I. The scripture says God remembered Noah. God remembered Abraham. God remembered Isaac. God remembered Jacob. And God will remember you. God will remember those who keep their eyes on him. God will remember those who keep their focus on him. God will remember those who keep their faith in him. God will remember those who hold fast to the confession of faith, nothing wavering, because we know that God is faithful, that promise. If God is faithful, that promise, then why don't we remind ourselves of the promise? Why don't we remember what the promise is? Why don't we remind ourselves that this is what God said? And you know, God told, God told uh, Joshua in the first chapter there, God said, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate in it, how? Day and night, day and night, day and night. Remember the word of God day and night. In other words, when you wake up in the morning, remind yourself of what God said. And you can have a joyful day because all you're focusing on is what God said. <laughs> I'm not paying attention to what's happening around me. I'm focusing on what God said. It doesn't matter what they said on my job. I'm focusing on what God said. I'm putting myself in remembrance of what God said. I'm reminding myself of what God said. I'm going to remember every word that God spoke. This is a season of restoration. This is a season of the supernatural. So throughout the day, you meditated on the word of God. God told Joshua, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. In other words, don't let the word depart out of your mouth. Focus on the word. Always let the word of God come out of your mouth. Always put yourself in remembrance. And see, the, the test come to pull you out of, uh, out of focus. The test come to pull you off of the path of righteousness. The test come to see what you're going to do, if you're going to quit. God said, I test you. God told the children of Israel in the book of Deuteronomy, the eighth chapter, I tested you. I allowed you to go through the wilderness all these 40 years to see if you will obey my commandments or not, to see what was in your heart. In other words, God already knew what was in our heart. But the test comes to show us, to reveal to us what's in our heart. Anybody have allowed or, or has had anything to come out of your heart? And you say, wow, I didn't know that was in me. 
But God knew it was in you. God knew it was in me. And so he allowed it to happen. He allowed it to come forth out of you so you can see what was in you. So we need, this is the time to allow the word of God to come out of us. This is the time to allow the word of God to, to fill ourselves on the word of God. Get full off of the word of God. Get full, get drunk with the word of God. Put yourself in remembrance. God remembered Noah. God rewarded Noah. God remembered Abraham. God rewarded Abraham. God remembered Isaac. God rewarded Isaac. God remembered Jacob. And God rewarded Jacob. And guess what? To all of you who are listening and who will listen later on, God will remember you. God will reward you. God will remember his promise, his covenant that he made to you. And God will reward you based upon the promise and the covenant that he made to you. I pray you were blessed by the word of God today. You were encouraged by the word of God. This has been your host. Prophetess Kathy L. McKenzie, and we want to just remind you by way of announcement concerning our prayer at the end of the month, we have our prayer that will be on February 25th, 26th, and the 27th. You can go to our website, ejmpcc.com, to get the phone number and the code. That's Monday through Wednesday at 5.30 a.m. Remember to tell someone about the broadcast. The next time you hear us will be on Monday evening. Dr. McKenzie, Unlocking and Liberating the, uh, the Real You at 6 p.m. Tell someone about the broadcast. Invite someone to listen. Invite someone to listen later on. We pray that you were encouraged by the word of God. Remember that God remembers you. He will reward you. Again, this has been your host, Prophetess Kathy L. McKenzie. God bless you. <laughs>